Esas veces yo me acuerdo que tenía casi... This is on Samuel Mendoza. He's 61 now, and he's telling me about one of his childhood memories. Ya llegando a nueve años, más o menos. Era muy niño. Mi abuela tenía una revista antes. Mi abuela me mostraba esa revista. I was nine years old when my grandmother showed me a picture in a magazine. It was a picture of a man skiing down a beautiful snowy mountain. Don Samuel grew up in El Alto, one of the biggest cities in Bolivia, and at age nine, he never been to a mountain, so he was mesmerized by this image. So I asked my grandmother, where was this? And she said, up north, in Chacaltaya. And I said, I want to be a skier, like this. Mountain Chacaltaya was a world-famous resort, and Don Samuel did realize his dream. He spent his life working on the mountain as a ski instructor and guide. But then, one day, that beautiful snow that Don Samuel saw in the magazine, it was all gone. But Don Samuel and his brother are still there on Mountain Chacaltaya as the caretakers of an abandoned ski resort. I'm Manolo Morales, and this is Atlas Obscura, a daily celebration of the world's strange, incredible, and wondrous places. Today, we're heading to Mountain Chacaltaya in Bolivia. We'll hear the story of Don Samuel finding his way up the mountain and why he stayed after everyone else left. More after this. If you're looking for a place where the wide open skies and the towering mountains inspire you to find an untapped part of yourself, you might want to take a trip to Wyoming. It's a place where bold, curious spirits forge their own way on all types of adventures. There is no shortage of iconic, expansive landscapes out there. You can discover breathtaking hikes, stunning state parks, authentic Western culture, and other historic sites— along with the tales of famous outlaws like Butch Cassidy and pioneers like Buffalo Bill Cody. The truth lies west. Discover yours at TravelWyoming.com. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory-smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your crave. Here in the U.S., we've got Aspen, Colorado. People come from all over the world to enjoy the winter season in Aspen, to go hiking, to enjoy the views. But mostly, 
people go for this scheme, and for a long time, Mountain Chacartaya was basically the Aspen of Bolivia. Mountain Chacartaya was covered in an 18,000-year-old glacier. Skiers came from all over the world to race down the slopes, and the local Bolivian skiers flocked there too. Don Samuel Mendoza saw the picture of Mountain Chacartaya when he was nine, but it wasn't until he was 17 that he made it up to the mountain. His father worked there, operating a ski lift. Most of Don Samuel's memories of that trip are blurry, but he does remember getting altitude sickness the first time he climbed the mountain. I was affected by the altitude the first time. That night, I wasn't feeling well. I had to drink coca tea to get better. By the time he was 21, both he and his brother Adolfo were working at the ski resort. This was in 1981. The ski resort had been around since 1939. It was established by a Polish skier named Raul Poznanski, who lived in Bolivia. In terms of altitude, it was the highest ski resort in the world at over 17,000 feet above sea level. In fact, at one point, the resort's restaurant was recognized by the Guinness Book of World Records as the highest restaurant in the world. The weather on Mountain Chacartaya was ideal for proficient skiers. They acclimated to challenging temperatures they face in future competitions. And this would shape a generation of competitive skiers. For Don Samuel, working on Mountain Chacartaya was an adventure. It was where he learned to ski just like the guy racing down the mountain of the picture he remembers as a kid. I was taught by a man from the United States who had skied in Colorado. He lived here in Bolivia. We climbed up every morning around 8 a.m. He put on loud music and up we went into his automobile. Don Samuel's father also loved skiing. It was something they both had in common. My dad also encouraged me to learn to ski. He would tell me, son, you have to practice. You have to go to the highest mountains. And I did because it made him happy. Sadly, in 1985, when Don Samuel was in his mid-twenties, his father died while he was up in Mount Chacaltaya. It seems to me that he may have slipped down because his eyesight may have failed him. Don Samuel continued to work in ski at Mountain Chacaltaya, but he also became an expert of mountain climbing. I could hear the confidence in his voice as he told me he was a person people came to for climbing advice. Junto 
I was training people to climb other mountains of Bolivia, and I was the one who would tell them if they were ready to climb higher mountains or not. If I said no, they later thanked me when they realized that they were not ready to climb a high mountain. Don Samuel was happy with his life on Mount Chacaltaya. He continued to work at the ski resort, and he trained every hiker, resident, or tourist that wanted to climb up to Mount Chacaltaya. But then, that 18,000-year-old glacier started to melt. There was a laboratory on Mount Chacaltaya, and in the 1990s, scientists there predicted that the glacier would be gone by 2015. But to their surprise, global warming moved a bit faster than expected. By 2009, the glacier was completely gone. Without the glacier, the snow that falls on Mount Chacaltaya doesn't stay frozen. Without snow on the slopes, there was nowhere to ski and the skiers stopped coming. The disappearance of the snow also affected local communities that depended on the glacier for drinking water. It was also an issue for hydroelectric plants, plants that generated power for the cities of La Paz and El Alto, where Don Samuel's family lives. In recent years, we've had no snow. It's only stone, just rocks. Our mountain is a pity. The ski resort is now abandoned. The white and red paint on a wooden cottage is slowly fading away. Part of the Coca-Cola logo design on the cottage has vanished. The cottage looks really delicate, and it looks like it's about to fall at any time. But still, Don Samuel and his brother Adolfo continue to hike up Mount Chacaltaya. And even though there are no more skiers, these two brothers remain devoted to the resort. They continue to act as caretakers, doing what they can to keep the mountain clean. And even if the lack of snow is a pity, they still love this mountain. Here's Don Samuel's brother, Adolfo. In the city, there is a lot of stress. So much noise, a lot of motion, but up in the mountains, there is little movement. Here, we stay calm. Don Adolfo also credits the mountain for keeping him healthy. I'm about to turn 69, but all my medical tests come back negative. I have healthy lungs, a healthy heart, clear eyesight. For Don Samuel, he may not be able to ski down the mountain anymore, but the mountain still has some of that magic he saw in the magazine when he was a kid. Chacaltaya is a nice place. It is a viewpoint. There is a lake called Titicaca and you can see everything. The mountain ranges are very beautiful. In the end, his dream has come true. 
y mi sueño se cumplió y, y sí, es que siempre. Don Samuel and Don Adolfo continue to receive visitors in the now abandoned ski resort. And you can get a glance of the rest of the Andean region. And if you find yourself experiencing altitude sickness on your way up, they'll both fix your cup of coca tea to make you feel better on Ma and Chacaltaya. Thank you so much to Don Samuel and Don Adolfo for taking the time to talk. And special thanks to Nick Ortiz for reading the translations in this episode. Our podcast is a co-production of Atlas Obscura and Witness Docs. The production team includes... Dylan Thress, Doug Baldinger. Chris Naka. Camille Stanley. Willis Ryder Arnold. Sarah Wyman, Guinevere Govea, McKenna Smith, Tracy Samuelson, John Delore, Peter Clowney. Our technical director is Casey Holford. This episode was mixed by Luce Fleming. Our theme and end credit music is by Sam Tyndall. I'm Manolo Morales. Hasta luego. Witness Docs from Stitcher. Hi, I'm Cindy Lauper. My scalp was covered with psoriasis, which could lead to psoriatic arthritis. But Cosentix treats both. Cosentix Secukinumab is prescribed for adults with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis, 300 milligram dose, and adults with active psoriatic arthritis, 150 milligram dose. Don't use if you're allergic to Cosentix. Before starting, get checked for TB. Serious allergic reactions, severe skin reactions that look like eczema, and an increased risk of infections, some fatal, have occurred. Cosentix may lower ability to fight infections, so tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms like fevers, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, had a vaccine or plan to, or if IBD symptoms develop or worsen. Learn more at Cosentix.com or 1-844-COSENTIX. Cosentix works for me. Ask your doctor about Cosentix. The world isn't wide enough for those with an insatiable desire for discovery. The all-new 2024 Lincoln Nautilus Hybrid SUV offers the power and freedom to explore further and deeper than ever before. Intuitive, smart features ensure they are always connected to the road ahead. Inside, a thoughtfully designed cabin immerses you in a universe that is all your own. The larger-than-life panoramic display spans the entire width of the cabin. It's customizable and interactive. Drivers can even personalize their backgrounds with a series of nature-inspired themes. This vehicle signals the arrival of an exciting new chapter for Lincoln. Discover more about the 2024 Lincoln Nautilus at Lincoln.com.